0: With SDPB News, I'm Megan
1: Fiery. House Bill 1193, a bill updating certain banking codes, has been vetoed by Governor Kristi Nome. The question on the minds of her and other bill opponents, what precisely is money? SDPB's CJ Keene checks in.
0: HB 1193 is part of a nationwide effort to update each state's Uniform Commercial Code, or UCC. According to the Uniform Law Commission, it's not federal law, but rather law uniformly adopted by each state to govern commercial transactions across the country. Carl Adam is the president of the South Dakota Banking Association. He says bills like this are needed to modernize the UCC to adapt to recent changes in finance, namely the emergence of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Business certainty is extremely important. And by having the Uniform Commercial Code, which has worked extremely well in states for decades, this update provides definitional language as it relates to digital assets. Adam disagrees with the governor's veto. He argues cryptocurrencies are not tangible assets, so they don't fit into the conventional definition of money. This has been defined by the Uniform Law Commissioners as a controllable electronic record, or a CER. So what that means is if I am going to my lender wanting to buy land as an example and pledge my Bitcoin as security, there is no way to perfect that security interest in that Bitcoin short of these amendments. Noam's veto took issue with cryptocurrencies not being defined as money in this context. The veto was supported by members of the South Dakota Freedom Caucus, including Representative Tina Malawi. Malawi says it's a question of economic freedom.
1: moneys prior to a digital currency being enacted by the federal government would be null and void. That would limit our ability as Americans to freely purchase and control how we spend our money.
0: Malawi says the Freedom Caucus is grateful for the veto decision and that the group hopes to have the votes to uphold the choice come veto day on March 27th. I'm SDPB's CJ Keene.
1: After 15 amendments, Senate Bill 134 passed both the House and Senate. The bill aims to establish an oversight committee for the state's medical marijuana program. Senator Helene Duhamel is the Republican Party majority whip and a prime sponsor of the bill. She says the committee's makeup better reflects what's seen in other states. She also applauded having two law enforcement positions on the committee. I brought this bill about concerns about the composition of the committee initially, the makeup of law enforcement. But in the conference committee process, we came to real oversight committee, a lean 11 members for true oversight of this new to South Dakota field of medical marijuana. While many lawmakers felt they did not get the representation they desired on the committee, they compromised on the final 11 positions to get it passed. Senator Aaron Tobin says the oversight committee developed by SB 134 will assist in creating positive future legislation for medical marijuana. The valuable thing that we have here, now that we passed SB1, is that we have more medical members that can look at research and look at how this medical program is actually playing out with patients. And I think it's very valuable that we have nurses on that committee, and so I really like this idea because nurses have traditionally been at the patient's bedside and been a very good advocate for patients. And we still have one patient on there now, so that's a very good thing. The amended bill passed the Senate in a 28-5 to 5 vote and now heads to the governor's desk for signature. Senator John Thune has introduced legislation to boost federal oversight of foreign technology companies. The bill requires the U.S. Department of Commerce to vet transactions involving communications products and foreign adversaries. Thune says the bill is needed to counter national security risks posed by apps like TikTok. The Chinese Communist Party has proven over the last few years that is willing to lie about just about everything. That likely won't end with TikTok, which is why it's important to establish a holistic and methodical approach to the challenges that are posed by technology from foreign adversaries. Other South Dakota politicians have worked to ban or restrict access to the app. Last fall, Representative Dusty Johnson sponsored legislation banning TikTok on federal government devices. And Governor Kristi Noem banned the app on state-owned devices in November. Republicans in the U.S. House are pushing legislation that singles out TikTok for a nationwide ban. The price of South Dakota agricultural land is soaring, making it harder for farmers to purchase new acres. That's according to a survey by the Farmers Business Network. Kevin McNew is chief economist for the organization.
0: What we found from our farmers is that uh, there's, there's a really big desire to buy farmland, but there's some big constraints in the marketplace that are are kind of forbidding that.
1: McNew says high interest rates and high prices are the primary reasons farmers can't afford to purchase new land. He predicts land prices will continue increasing through 2023. We're nowhere close to seeing interest rates high enough that I think commodity prices back down, and that's what's kind of needed in some ways to curtail, you know, the demand for farmland. The growth in land prices is driven by soaring commodity prices. The survey found farmland values have increased the most in central Plains states, including South Dakota, Iowa, and Minnesota. A major construction project at the Sioux Falls Regional Airport will impact parking for a while. The airport's building a new four-level parking structure, adding nearly 1,000 spaces. Construction on the $63 million project begins April 3rd. Officials say during construction, only two-thirds of regular long-term and short-term parking will be available. The airport is adding parking spaces to its economy lot and increasing shuttle service to compensate. The new parking ramp is set to be complete in October of 2024. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Forest Service announces over $1 million of funding in support of the Tribal Forest Protection Act. The act provides more than $700,000 to projects in the Black Hills region. The projects will operate under a partnership involving multiple South Dakota and North Dakota tribes. In addition, the Fort Pier National Grasslands and Lower Brule Sioux Tribe and Reservation will receive $100,000 to restore prairie habitats. The Forest Service says they're excited to get the projects in motion and plan the collaborative effort to be complete within three years.
0: With SDPB News, I'm Megan Fury. And that is your daily news update. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SDPB News and visit sdpb.org news to stay up to date on our journalism as it comes in. And as always, thank you for listening.